and want a candidate who reflects their own point of view and their own hard work on those issues. And I think for Mr. Trump, the reason that his numbers are sliding overall, but particularly among women, is because um, suburban women, Republican married women, is, uh, and these were baked in the cake before Chris asked him the question he asked last night about abortion. It's also because they see him as not willing to put in the work on these issues. And it's also that they now fear he can't do what the Republicans want most of all, which is win in November. If he can't beat Hillary Clinton, then he's not a winner. Matt? What was so striking, which Chris mentioned, is that he walked it back so quickly. We've seen so many explosive statements from, from Mr. Trump and very few retractions. This right. was something within a couple of hours that and essentially recanted. I, th I think he knew he made a mistake. As, as Kellyanne said, this, this runs afoul of conservative doctrine, um, if you ask anyone in the pro-life movement. And I think he realized pretty quickly, or somebody told him pretty quickly, that this was something he had to clean up. Uh, Chris, back to the point that, that you made in terms of why wouldn't he at this stage uh, have the kind of advice... Uh, that would give him the policy substance necessary to handle these kinds of questions, whether it's about nuclear arms or whether it's about yeah. relationship with other nations or whether it's about important personal issues in the country. Well, I think that's an ongoing question because the issue about using nuclear weapons, for example, against ISIS in the Middle East, had, a, had been brought up before, before yesterday. So I simply said, uh, you won't take it off the table uh, what about Europe? And he said, well, I'm not taking it off the table there either. Well, you would think that someone would have intervened with him and said, Mr. Trump, with all due respect, politicians in this country or any country don't talk about the, the, the use of nuclear weapons. We just don't talk about it. Even Kennedy during the Cuban Missile Crisis was a bit indirect about it. You don't say nuclear weapons as if it was some kind of a weapon where there'd be a rule of engagement. You keep it quiet. And I asked him, in fact, why didn't you just say no comment? But he went ahead and said, I'm not going to take it off the table even in Europe, which I think gets to the question, why isn't he going before murder boards? Why aren't people grilling him behind the scenes like Hillary Clinton? When she wins the debate, you can always tell when she wins the debate, when she's loaded for bear, when she's really prepped for it, she's under pressure. She's got all the answers ready and you can tell they're formulated. They're not on the spot. And he tries to do it all on the spot because he is fairly gifted. As a, as a stage guy, a man on the stage. And I think he relies almost entirely on his ability to answer a question on the spot. And I think a, a quick on the uptake is one thing, but there's certain things you have to master before you even get on that stage. Uh, Matthew Dow, do we assume that if, in fact, he loses in Wisconsin, that he cannot compile enough delegates necessary before Cleveland? Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe assumption. I mean, I think already it's hard for him to get to 1,237, which is the majority. I, and I think if he loses Wisconsin, he won't get to 1,237, almost, almost absolutely for sure. This is the problem, and going to Chris's point, this is the problem. If Donald Trump doesn't make the 1,237, it's his own fault. If he finishes 100, 150, 200 delegates short, it's his own fault because, one, he hasn't grown as a candidate in the course of this with a base of support that is very strong, and, two, has not put together a professional campaign operation. This is a guy that makes decisions in the course of this campaign on the, by the seat of his pants. And when you do that, your pants wear thin and you get exposed in the course of this. And that's what Donald Trump is having. The reason why he doesn't have a professional organization doing murder boards and having debate prep and preparing himself for interviews and doing briefing is because he doesn't want that. If he wanted that, he would have that. Here's a guy that does everything by gut, everything by intuition. It's brought him pretty far in this, but in order to get to the last stages of this, he has to have a, he has to be a professional candidate who's prepared, and he has to have an organization that knows what they're doing, and he has neither right now. What is Ted Cruz's pathway to the nomination? 
Ted Cruz has two pathways to the nomination. The first would be to win the 1,237 delegates outright, and that um, is difficult to do. He has about an 85, he needs 85% of the remaining delegates. Wisconsin helps towards that because it resets the race, and it shows that it really is, as Ted wants it to be, a two-person race. I know Kasich is still there in the background. But the Trump versus, it's no longer the establishment versus non-establishment. That's been decided. It's Trump versus non-Trump. And the non-Trump share of the electorate is larger than the Trump share of the electorate, and it's where the growth opportunities lie. So if, if Cruz can go into the convention in Cleveland with um, a, a sufficient number of delegates, 700, 800 delegates, he's the odds-on favorite to become the nominee because Mr. Trump's behavior is making it less certain that people will want to give him any so, free delegates. how will Cruz capitalize on this? He will capitalize on this. He's doing some things now that we read in the paper. We can't talk to them. In Louisiana, they've gone ahead, and even though he lost Louisiana to Donald Trump, he now has more delegates in Louisiana. Every